This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello, families and friends. Thanks so much for joining us on Homeschool Together. It's another short bite edition, and something popped into our heads that Ariel talked about last week when we were talking about our journal, which was um, we, we she was putting together her own journal. And I know there's a lot of parents out there who are really creative, and they have you know a lot of free time on their hands. I don't know who they are, um, <laughs> especially when you're homeschooling multiple children. It's crazy. But Ariel spent a lot of time building her own journal when we were traveling, but we were kind of talking about it and said, well, maybe this has applicability and kind of more of a broader application towards homeschooling. And I thought we just want to talk about it a little bit. We, we did in a whole episode on Canva Mm -hmm. and I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes. And you primarily use Canva to do this, right? Yeah, I totally used Canva. So the the brief overview of Canva is basically, it is a um, poor man's Photoshop, more of a, gra- it's more strictly it's, graphic design. It's like design. publisher. It's like yeah. if anyone ever used Microsoft publisher, um, but it's easier to use it's than that. And it's web-based it's and web-based. it's free. There is a, there is a free, you can get the premium version, which gives you just access to more um, stock art, clip art yeah, and, clip and art. layouts and all kinds of stuff. Fonts and you can well, get that yeah. for free as a homeschooler if you yeah. apply for Canva for education. So you can get all the premium features. I didn't use a ton of premium features on this, but... I use it all the time. And we making, use it tons. Yeah, when, when I'm doing like book covers and we're doing graphics and logos. I just made my daughter's birthday in card invitations, yeah. right? I just, I was like, oh yeah, give me a template of uh, birthday invitations. And it was just super cute. I pasted yeah. in a picture of her in there's there a, and there's, then there's a ton filled of, it out. There's a ton great. of features. Absolutely amazing. You know, worksheets in there, all kinds of stuff. And so you used it to generate uh, essentially a journal day by day. Through mm-hmm. your travels. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you guys that who are listening will apply it to only travel. This can this has wider applications. Right. This could to, be a great way to make a homeschool portfolio, is what we were thinking. I mean, yeah. it's great it's great for travel, but it, it could be a way to do photo documentation of anything. Yeah. Honestly. And it actually has kind of this you're right when you say publisher or InDesign or some type of graphical layout of content, whether that is in the written form. I've seen people do kind of brochures for companies or like menus for a mm-hmm. restaurant. Like you don't, it's not just images that you're manipulating and throwing text on. It has a very wide application. So right. if you are out there, like what you said, doing like a portfolio, or if you want to just chronicle what you're doing for the mm-hmm. year, you know, month by month, and you're just trying to put that together. Yeah, or you just want to make a family photo book. I originally, we started. And, and you do this for Christmas almost every year for the family. Yeah, I had this idea. I like the idea of digital scrapbooking. And the reason yeah. that I like it is because you can, once once I've spent the time to create something, then I can just share it. I can get a print off for Nana and Papa. I can get a yeah. print off for Grandma and Grandpa. I can have one for us. And I don't have to worry that if it gets lost or damaged, that our memories are gone forever. So I really like the idea idea of digital scrapbooking. And there isn't, I have not found a really great tool to use for it. I really like this for it. It's not like 100% tuned to this because it's more of a general desktop publishing um, online program, but it works pretty well. And so, yeah, I have I have like a Christmas scrapbook and a Halloween scrapbook, and it has pictures of, of the family every year. And the idea is that 
and each holiday we can look back at all the previous years about you know what costumes the kids wore and yeah. kind of enjoy that part of it. It's, it's getting to the point where like I know my mom is is expecting it every year for right. Christmas. We tend, yeah at Christmas every year. Grandma it's like, gets her new book and she's like over the moon. She she, like, she actually waits like she knows which one that is uh, when we are open presents <laughs> and she just like holds it back for the end because she knows that well, that's her favorite present. Even uh, the girl when she opens it and then starts looking through it, both girls love to sit on either side of her chair. And point at all the photos and reminisce over the year. Mm-hmm. And you know, with our youngest now, she's you know just about to turn four. You know, she's getting involved in that as well, mm-hmm. and she's remembering her memories from the year and wants to tell grandma all about them. So, the yeah, this I love your the books that you do. So, talk a little bit about like your process. So, you every night had a little bit of extra time at the end of the night. Um, when we were in Ireland and you did what? Like, what was your thinking around the, the scrapbook? Yeah, I wanted something. I wanted to do it every night that we were there because I did not want to come home with a thousand pictures, right? Yeah. We're there for 31 days. Easily, there's like a thousand pictures. I did not want to come home with that many pictures and be like, now I'm going to try to remember everything we did. And I thought, even if I just write the text of a journal every day of what we did, still trying to sort through the pictures was like, I was never going to do that. Yeah. So I decided I wanted something that was going to be super easy that I could I could do repeatably in about a half hour each night. I wanted it to be like that quick. Um, and so if I missed a night, it would only be like an hour the next night to do catch up. And I was able to really stick with this. So what I did was I went into Canva and I created a 12 by 12 uh, square blank project. Um, cause if they, they have one for a scrapbook, but mm-hmm. it's like, um, eight by eight, it wasn't as big as I wanted. So I just made my own. And then what I used exclusively for this was I used something called grids. Mm-hmm. And so when you're looking at, um, in Canva at the elements, you can search for grids and what grids are is they're basically an arrangement of different picture boxes and you can do them starting from one whole picture of the entire page down to 10 pictures arranged and, and everything in kind between of different sizes. Yeah. yeah. So like for, let's you say imagine, five, imagine like a yearbook, but not like the, the kids photos, but like kind of the fun an exciting grid of images. Yeah, it's like anything you go to like Shutterfly or something or any yeah. of those places that make you a photo book and you say like, I've got this page and it it has, I, I want to put three pictures on it or six two, pictures. Two or, are in landscape, a couple are in vertical. Right, yeah. and so they have done the job of coming up with the layout for you. So and if, when you search grids, there's like, a dozen, dozens and dozens of movies. There's a ton of yeah. them. So what you do is, what I would do every night is I would go on to iCloud. For, first, I'd go on my phone and I'd make sure like, okay, I've got all of them. We, because we both use iPhones, we have a shared iCloud library. So all the pictures you take and the, all the pictures I take, we have them on each other's phones. So mm-hmm. I know I've got them all. I would log into iCloud. I would go through and I would take down all the pictures that I thought were good. Um, for from that day, and all, I went ahead and downloaded almost all of my photos. They were all qu- all quality, perfect composition. So what I would do lighting. is I would take down the 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 best photos of the day, and not really worrying about oh I can only put four page or whatever. I just yeah. like take down what I thought was good, get them downloaded to a folder on my desktop, and once I downloaded those, then. I would open them and kind of look through and it would remind me about everything we did during the day. Um, And I had a Google Doc and I would just say like day one and some short description like exploring Killarney Town or, you know, um, a day at the National Park or whatever. I would just give it some title and then I would write a quick synopsis of what we did that day. And then once I wrote that, I kind of would look for what I thought were my, my best pictures and I wanted to make two page spread for every day. So 
once I had that, I said, okay, well, I've got, you know, 10 pictures to spread between two pages. And here's my text. I would go ahead into Canva, um, click to add a text box. I'd add my big title. And then I'd add another text box with all of my, my Google Drive stuff. And the reason I put it in Google Drive was because I really... I really trusted that. And with Canva, I'm working on layouts and stuff. I didn't want to accidentally delete something and then lose my words. And I just knew I wanted them in Google Drive for, you know, forever posterity. So I had them there and I just copied them over. So I just chose a plain background. I chose like, I chose like four, I think five different background colors and I just kept repeating them. So I would do one spread in one color and then I'd go to the next. And once I did finish the sequence, I'd start it again. So I would paste in my, my big title, my journal words, and then I'd know, Hey, I need four pictures to go on this. I'd find the right grid. When you click on the grid, it automatically adds it to the page. I would size it to, you know, uh, avoid the text I just put on the page mm-hmm. and keep in with my, like I had some margins I wanted to keep. Um, and then once you have the grid there, what they are is they're places for you to paste in pictures. So all I have to do is drag and drop a picture into there and it immediately Just pops snap, into it that. Snaps it snaps it. It snaps into that frame spot. And then what you can do is you can double click on the picture and you can zoom in on it. You can, uh, you can move it around. Pen you can around, also yeah. go ahead and edit it. You can like change the lighting or, um, we had a couple where like we were, we took like a picture of um, this really famous bridge and our kids were in the foreground of this picture and the bridge was in the background and there's this couple absolutely making out in the background. And I remember you it saying... Aw- it was awesome. They are going to town. Oh my gosh. I remember you saying like... And they and they wouldn't leave. They just kept going. We kept waiting to be able to get a picture in front of this bridge without this couple there and they just wouldn't leave. So finally I was like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it in Canva. And I did. I went through with this magic eraser tool and I erased the couple from on top of the bridge. All right, Thanos. And so, yeah. And so it was really great. So it's cool because what I can do is once the grid's in place, then you can open your pictures and you can resize them and do everything you want to do and make them just right. And it doesn't change any of the rest of the layout. It's just in there. So that was so easy. And like I said, the first night, it it took me a few minutes to figure it out. But after that, it was like, okay, how fast can I type my words? I need four pictures. Great. Put the grid on. These are the, you know, I knew I had like two landscapes and one or three landscapes and a portrait. Okay, great. I would find the grid that had three landscapes and a portrait. Yeah, that looks about like the pictures I've got. I would drag and drop, drag and drop every picture, adjust them and done. It was so quick and easy. And what's great about Canva is that you don't have to have a separate project for every single page. Once you have one project, you just keep adding more pages Mm -hmm. and it basically creates this growing document and Mm -hmm. you're always working on the last page. And when you export it, you can actually choose which pages you want to export, whether it's all of them or just the even numbers, or mm-hmm. you can actually go and pick, you know, individually which You can one. export them as PDF or you can export them as JPEGs. As JPEGs so it would be great if you're if you're doing some sort of you're putting together your portfolio for homeschool, you could say like you could write a few words about the science activity you did paste in a grid and then dra- drag and drop the pictures from that. And the every page gets a you know, you can put whatever you want on the actual page, but in Canva, every page does have a title. It's like page two. It'll just be called page two, but you could change it to page two dash, let's say science experiments or this date, whatever the date is. So you could do that. And then at the end, when you print, when you go to print and you select your pages of what you want to you know, download or export, you, you can select it by the title. You don't have to say like, oh, I need page 36. You can be like, oh yeah, I want science fair. 
I want the science fair stuff. And you could go ahead and take those. You could keep it digitally if you want forever. You could get it printed at, you know, someplace like a Shutterfly or, you know, there's various different places online. That, That was great. When I came home, I had the entire book done. So I was able to just upload it and you know we can have it printed so it was really easy and i think this is a great way to do any kind of homeschool portfolio work or you know if your kids want to show off like for example our kids going to do like this uh, kids day at the farmer's market and we want to get we want to take pictures of her making the bread and cookies and things she's going to sell that day at the market and i'm thinking like great we'll just do it in canva Mm -hmm. i'm just going to have a page I'm going to do an, uh, an uh, like an 11 by 17 that I can get printed at the UPS store in town, <laughs> right? I'll have this 11 by 17. I'll drop a grid onto it. I'll say, you know, uh, this is her bakery and oh, here's how much fun she had. And then I'll pay, you know, drop in, like drag and drop a whole bunch of pictures of her baking things. We'll have it printed. And then that can be at her booth showing people as they come around that, you know, this is, yeah, I did that this she and, really did this. Yeah. She really, mom and dad did not make all these baked goods. She did it. It's his, her farmer's market day. Like it's, it's things like that. This could be used for a science fair project if you wanted to help your child with their bulletin board or something and mm-hmm. they wanted to display their pictures of the work that they put in or anything like that. I think Canva's great. And the fact, I think the the real thing I want to uh, stress in this, because we did a great episode, I think, about Canva, yeah. is the grids. I didn't realize how powerful the grids were because when I first started like our mm-hmm. Christmas scrapbooking, I was putting in pictures and I was you having have to, to manually change. All yeah, of them. I'm yeah. like manually coming up with layouts and how far away are they from each other making sure that they're all like you know exactly the same distance away and putting little borders around them and then i realized that took so much time to get it just perfect it's incredible and now i'm like oh oh grids grids. Grids. it's grids that's the way to do this well canva i think is a great great tool um and i can't believe how much you get with the free version of canva so much it's unbelievable it feels like you know, even the free version I would pay for. And we do pay for Canva and it's fantastic. It, yeah. I don't even think twice about it. And We have to pay for it because of using it for the podcast. But yeah. but you all don't have to pay for it as homeschool educators. You yeah. can get the premium for free. So Absolutely. look up Canva for education and you can find out all about that. But this is a really great tool. And I hope that if you've never tried Canva before, you won't be too intimidated to, to try it. I think that, uh, you know, I've done the whole YouTube series on Trello and working with that. I think maybe someone else in this room should do the uh, the Canva tutorial on how to work with that because I'm the one talking mostly in this episode, but you've used Canva way, way more than I have. Yeah. And maybe that's something that we yeah, should do. I've, so holler I've, at us if that's something you want to yeah, see. I've, I've come a long way with my book cover designs and Canva has been a big thing that I've used. I've played with some of the other tools without going the full Photoshop route, which is... The learning curve, man. It's too high. Well, and it's also just, it's too much. It's one of those things where I feel like, remember the, there was that short before one of the Pixar movies, it was the alien and he was trying to fly the ship and there was like 50 million buttons. Yes, it was the best. I feel like that when I'm around Photoshop. There's too many levers. It's just too much. What I like about Canva... what I like about Canva is it feels like a turboed version of Microsoft Paint without the <laughs> without the concept of layers. Yeah, <laughs> the, know, the layers mud, with Photoshop got muddying me. everything and yeah. masks and all this thing is and I I get it like w- when you start using it you totally get it right tool right job right I just feel like Canva with its features it allows you to do a very professional level of graphic design without having to worry about too much of the 
the nuance mm -hmm. and it gives you a really nice finished product um, without having to have a huge learning curve. And I've, I've, I've begun to make pretty good covers. I mean, you've seen some of my recent stuff that I've oh, done. It's been great. Yeah. And they look really good and I'm, I'm pretty happy with it because I know, you know, a lot of times when you're, when you're doing some type of graphic design thing, the professionalism is a, is where a lot of the, you know, a lot of the learning is needed to get yeah. to that professional look. I think and this I is think, fun. Even kids can play around with this one yeah. if they are interested in designing things. It's exactly. not that hard to use. And, and it's there's so many great options that are free, um, and they have so many uh, templates. That's the other thing. I, I know. So I know. Templates. In the episode we talked about, I don't want this to become a Canva episode, but they have so many templates in there that you can just start from those. Yeah, like the birthday party invitation had everything. Ninety percent of the time, start from those. Like you can have, you know, if you're having to do a poster board for, you know, a, a fair, or you have something at your co-op you got to put together, and then your kid has to put together a little presentation or something like that. They do PowerPoint presentations in Canva that you can make, and pretty much anything that you have to do um, in a digital, you know, whatever digital product or print product, whether it's a brochure you know, an eight by 11, um, slick sheet on some product or whatever it might be. There are an enormous amount of templates out there and you should just start from there. Right. You, you need your start. kid to make a resume so they can get an internship. Yep. Use Canva. Use Canva. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many things to do with it. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on YouTube or whatever, this is the point where you want to make a comment and say, yes, Matt, we want that series, that tutorial of how to use Canva series for homeschool. <laughs> That's what we want. Tell him now so that we can all guilt him into doing this. Making more work for me, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!